This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome everyone to Hans Shot First. I'm Jeff, joined as usual by Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hello. Hey. This week we're talking about Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Do you, do you yield? Do you yield? Everything I do. Do you yield? It's this movie. Came out. <laughs> this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about this man. This movie came out in 1991. Directed by Kevin Reynolds. Written by Pan Dencham. Was that the original? Well, I don't know what the story by Pan Dencham. Written by Pan Dencham. Starring Kevin Costner, Morgan Freeman, Mary Elizabeth Mistrano. <laughs> Mestre Antonio. There you go. The girl from the abyss. Um... Who else? Oh, yeah. Christian Slater, Alan Rickman, Geraldine McEwen, Michael McShane. Brian Blessed. Yeah, yep. there you go. Others. And Hashtag Brian Adams. Blessed. Everything I do. <laughs> the Canadian government has apologized to Brian Adams on many occasions. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Unfortunately, I nominated this movie. Or fortunately. Now nah, I already blew my cover. I was going to pretend I like this movie, and then, but I don't like it. Um. I nominated this movie. Um, don't know why. Because I hadn't seen it in forever. And these guys picked it from my list. But uh, 1991. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I saw this in the movie theater. It was a hell of a year. 91. <laughs> a lot. You saw this a lot in the movie theater? Mm-hmm. Yeah, at least a few times. Oh, wow. Um, saw it the one time. I saw it. I'm sure I saw it once or twice on home video when it came out. Um I'm really looking forward to it, and I don't know why, other than it was Robin Hood. <laughs> like, I don't know, I just thought, and Kevin Costner was kind of breaking at that point, I guess, with his, this is probably coming off Dances with Wolves or something. Um, yeah, I think so. But I was still too young to be, like, into these movies. I don't know. I just remember I was really looking forward to it, and the goddamn Brian Adams song was on MTV and the radio all the time. <laughs> all the time. Everything I do. <laughs> yeah, so that's my history with it. Alex, what's your history with this? Um, yeah, just went and my dad was really hyped for this movie and I was like, okay, I mean, it looks kind of cool. And then I saw it and I completely fell in love with Kevin Costner and his white pasty ass. <laughs> At Disneyland, you can see the backside of water. In England, you can see the backside of Robin. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh man, this movie's great. Like on a whole, like I thought it was like the most badass adventure film ever when I saw this in the movie theaters, and I and you know rented it on VHS afterwards. And now I just love it for completely different reasons. (laughs) This this movie's I love this movie. (laughs) Spoiler alert! (laughs) All right, Scott, what's your uh, history with this? Uh, Saw this in the theater as well. Uh, was was probably hyped for it to some degree. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember enjoying it. 
This is uh, fun fact. Spring is rated PG. <laughs> it should not have been rated PG, but there we are. This is still kind of the uh, MPA finding itself, as it were. Um, God, there's even an F bomb in this movie. At yeah. least one. Yeah. yeah. There so, it is. They get the one. And there's there's like a rape scene that goes on for like 25 minutes. Um, so attempted. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's okay. Um, just a, a little sidetrack here. Uh, just we normally don't do this, but uh, I wanted to mention some of the other things that came out in '91 as well. Uh, this is the same year as Signs of the Lambs, Terminator 2, mm-hmm. uh, Point Break, uh, Shit. Be- Beauty and the Beast, Thumb and Louise, Fried Green Tomatoes, Teenage Mutant Turtles 2, Secret of the U's, uh, yeah. Hot Shots, uh, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, uh, one of the Star Trek movies, I think the sixth one, um, <laughs> Double Impact, I don't know if you guys remember that one. I do. Yeah. Brandon Lee. Yeah. I feel like these are all things that I saw in the theater, by the way, that year. Yeah, I, so, I'm pretty sure I saw them in the theater, too. <laughs> including Silence of Lambs, which I had no business. I, I would have been way too young to see it, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, you missed yeah, Boys in the Hood and Boys, Hook. Yeah, Boys in the Hood Hook. I just didn't want to read everything on this list. Um, Adam's Family, Drop Dead Fred, uh, <laughs> JFK. Back and to the left. Back and to the left. Hey, with Robin Hood, also. Same hair. Yeah, exactly. City Slickers. Uh, Career <laughs> Opportunities. I don't remember the movie, I just remember the cover of the poster. Yeah, yeah. Barton Fink. Oof. Some, some Barton early, Fink. Barton Fink. Some early Coen brothers. Uh, Delicatessen. Some Juno. Did you say don't tell mom the babysitter's dead? I did not say that. <laughs> dishes are done. Naked gun two and a half, the smell of fear. Nice. Uh, anyway, a lot of a lot of movies. A lot of <laughs> Sylvester Stallone's Oscar. Yes. <laughs> oh, Jeebus. Uh, we I've should... never even seen that movie. Maybe it's not as bad as we think. I'm, oh, I'm sure it is. It's uh going on the list right now. This is the sound of me typing out Oscar. <laughs> yeah, do it. There we go. Uh, anyway, yep, saw this in the theaters. Robert Hood, Prince of Thieves, opposite Men in Tights. <laughs> All right, well, let's get into it. As usual, we're each going to talk about seven uh, items from the movie, and uh, I will go first since this is my movie. And um, <clears throat> yeah, okay. The one thing I, there's a couple things I remember from this movie, to be honest. Um, mostly the actors, but one special effect shot. It's not even that good, but I guess for back in the day, it's the one like POV shot of the arrow. Oh yeah, I and, saw behind the scenes on that thing. Yeah, and it trailer was shot. Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, was that a trailer shot or the flaming arrow? Flaming arrows. Uh... Oh, we'll get to the flaming arrow. The flaming arrow was okay. on the cover of everything or the poster. I don't know about. <laughs> But yeah, that POV shot, I remember watching behind the scenes, and it was like basically a giant arrow with a camera, and they moved down the shaft of it or something. I don't know. I just, that stuck mm-hmm. out in my head. It's been like, I know how they do that. But I really don't. I just remember watching the movie about how they did that. And that stuck out for me. They just, they just put an arrow in front of the camera. It was easy. Yeah. I don't know. But uh, yeah, 
Uh, there's a couple. It's one of the few good things I'm going to say about this movie. So there it is. I, there was a cool shot for back <laughs> in the day, I guess. The, the POV arrow shot, which for some reason in my mind I pictured there was like tons of those shots in this movie, but there was only the one. So yeah, there it is. Mm-hmm. All right, Alex, what's your number seven? My number seven is oh, when that fucking witch is like divining stuff on that plate, and then she scratches her nail across it. Oh, ugh. that was the fucking oh, that was the worst. Oh, there's a lot of things that are the worst in this movie. I know, but Jeebus H, that the, the only thing in that movie that made me want to puke is whenever her nail went across the plate and like really scratching it. It's like, ugh. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> All right. Scott, what's your number seven? Uh, number seven is uh, Michael McShane uh, as Friar Tuck. It's one of the, the, the highlights of the movie. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. He's he's great from the second he shows up all the way to the end. He gets the the super cool scene to, to give the, uh, the, I don't know what he's, the bishop, the whatever, the priest. He's come up and it's at the end. Yeah, uh, that but, was awesome. But yeah, he... he Selling the character uh, made it a really interesting character, considering he's not introduced until roughly halfway through the movie, uh, and it is there to basically make uh, <laughs> Morgan Freeman's character look good. Pretty much, <laughs> that's his whole purpose, other than become up and some of the other priests. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was it was, it was a lot of fun uh, with this character, and I, I was impressed uh, for, for such a small part. Uh, like all the, the the beer jokes, uh, like I, I I do remember that as a kid and, and seeing it again and it made me uh, smile when he when he's talking about the grain, about how uh, what you know grain's true purpose is for beer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's doing a sermon. Yeah, uh, oh, yeah, I can I can get behind that. Yeah, how beer saved the world. It's true. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then just a couple years later, he'd be uh, playing Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Roosevelt. Well, it's in Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah. Franklin Delano Romanowski. Romanowski, there it is. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, char- right. character actors been in a billion things. <laughs> yeah. Uh, are we already on to my number six? Yep. Yeah. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> oh, all right. Boy. So, ever. The music. So not talking about the Brian Adams song, but the soundtrack was sounded awfully familiar. Did they use this in montages yes. of other stuff? They not only the montages. Oh, yeah. So the this was a Morgan Creek production. They went up using this for the Morgan Creek uh, splash, whatever for future yeah, movies. Like the, lo- the logo reveal. Yeah, that plays in front of movies. Yeah. So, so anytime you saw Morgan oh. Creek joint. <laughs> Yeah. Is that where the boy jumps in the water? Is that the same one you're talking no. about? I think, no, no. I think that's Village Roadshow okay. that does that. I, I forget which yeah. one that is. But... Morgan but, Creek is just like an S and it looks like glass and stuff. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, the, the soundtrack, I was like, okay, I remember the Brian Adams song. I did not know anything from this, but that sounded definitely very familiar to me. So I've just been hearing it from other things throughout my life. Okay, I, I, Is that what you, I mean, it, it's kind of rare for Hollywood to reuse something like that, but it happened. I don't know. I just thought it's mm-hmm. so familiar. So you're so you're saying, but they it, okay the the montage you said and the the logo. Yeah, definitely. There, there was some. I was actually was reading the trivia, and they, they did mention 
something else that it was used for. But most of the movie. Yeah. And I was trying to remember if they played the actual Brian Adams song in the movie. Like, there's no way they played it in the movie. They do. The instrumental version. And that was so distracting to me. I thought it was just, okay, one of those ones they put at the end of the movie. Like, I don't know. Everything I do. Like ninja rap. There you go. Like <laughs> ninja <laughs> rap. Go, go, go. Yeah. Or the... the, the God damn it, I can't think. The Batman movie where they have like the hold me, kill me, thrill me. Steal you, me. you too. Yeah, there you go. And seal. Okay, I'm done talking here. Alex, what's your number six? Uh, my number six is, I noticed, but there's a lot of spit in this movie. Everybody's like dribbling at the mouth. Like the, as the aforementioned witch, she like spits the caster spells and stuff, and somebody gets stabbed, they start spitting up not just blood, but just spittle. Uh, especially the headsman. Yeah. Right next to (laughs) Will, uh, Will Scarlet is like, there's always room for one more. And then this like loogie falls out of his mouth. Poor Christian Slater. Fucking gross. Yeah, there's a lot of spit. Alright, I guess I didn't notice the spit. Uh, mm-hmm. Scott, number six. <laughs> Go spit! Go spit. <laughs> uh, number six. So, th- this this movie is... So, okay. The, <laughs> the, there was an episode of uh, Futurama, one, one of my favorites, where Fry comes up with the opera, to, to which one of the characters comments that th- this opera is as lousy as it is brilliant. Um, that, I feel like that's this movie in a, in a nutshell. Like, yeah. there's there's stuff in this movie that's absolutely fucking gold, and it's intended to be funny, and it's very clever. Some of it is just dumb as hell, and and somewhere in the middle is where the the movie is created. Uh, but the statue gag is fucking inspired. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, <laughs> that's fantastic. That is, it's, it was laugh out loud funny then. It was laugh out loud funny now, and there's a payoff at the end of the movie. <laughs> So after he, he gets the scar, uh, the sheriff gets the scar, there's a statue of him in the castle, and somebody like somehow puts a scar on the statue. I don't know how that works. <laughs> but there's a scar on the statue, which he tries to roll off and doesn't work. And then like an hour later, when they're when they're doing the rescue, Robin stops to look at the same statue, like in the middle of a fight. <laughs> like, he, like he's surprised by it too. Uh, <laughs> like that that was fucking funny. And then, and then, less funny was that him and Azim pick up the statue and, and haul it around like it's a fucking uh, like it weighs better, tw- like it weighs like twenty five pounds when it's like a six foot tall six foot tall stone statue. But anyway, yeah. Mm. So the statue gag is my number seven. They're really strong. Six. All right, they work out. Okay, well, we're on to my number five. And this movie is just trying too hard. I don't know what the fuck. It's trying to be worldly. You know, there's... With the whole Morgan Freeman character in this thing. And then later on, the women... The Whoa, yeah, she... It just... it, But then it would be stupid-ass shit. And it just fucked me so much. It was trying hard. And it, it was just so frustrating. The Painted Man. And him speech. And Morgan Freeman, who's Eric awesome and everything, is... Ugh. Not good. His accent and 
At least he's trying. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this I think this movie's just trying too hard, and it fails miserably in so many things. Nah. Um, and the whole, except the whole, <laughs> just yeah. Has England changed my brothers that you would not offer food to a friend of mine or whatever? It is? It's like, oh God. Yeah. How historically accurate is that, Scott? Would Hasim be as accepted like just because Robin said so? So it's it's interesting. Um, the color of his skin, they they would have, like noticed it, but they wouldn't have been like, "Oh, it's a Moorish guy." Like the fact that he Oops. was the fact that he was Moorish, they they would have been like, "Okay," um, but yeah, I don't think there would have been like that level of racism. They would have hated the French more than they hated the Moorish, probably. <laughs> ah, I see. Um, okay, but yeah, like. Yeah, a bunch of peasants in England, they wouldn't have given a shit. But, but, okay, well, hear me, give me another history lesson. This is, like I said, during the Crusades, the whole thing was about the Christians fighting the Muslims, right? Right, right. So that part would offend them more than the color of his skin, right? No, that's what I'm saying. Like, by being Moorish, yeah, I meant Muslim. Yeah, 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 okay. So, um, yeah, like, like, if a local church leader told them, that he's evil because he's, you know, Muslim than they would have, or Moorish. They, then there might have been some hard feelings, but him just walking around, they've just been like, ah, oh, who's this weird dude? Like. Well, it's good to know that people still don't fight over religion. Nope. All right, Alex, number five. <laughs> yeah, we've, I don't know that. Say. <laughs> my number five, and I forgot about this, and I was blown away by it as soon as I saw it. I'm like, oh my God. Gosh, it's happening! <laughs> the fire arrow buddy shot. Oh my gosh, it's so good. This what it must have been one of those once in a lifetime shots where the fire in the background blew off at, at the exact exact right moment of slow motion, and he let that fire arrow fly. They they're actually using some some high speed uh, film for that too. Yeah, it's awesome. It still looks fucking fantastic. It does look pretty cool. But I, I totally forgot about that shot until it happened. I'm like, oh, I remember this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's in every damn trailer and every commercial for the movie. Yeah. Oh, it, it just bullseyes. Costner Cus- probably uh, spent a little private time with that, that clip. <laughs> yeah, I would too. I'll be in my trailer. Yeah, I don't, I don't, Put it on loop. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't blame him. <laughs> I have a feeling it was a hundred percent accident because none of the rest of the movie looked that good. So, <laughs> no, I think they they built the movie around this shot. <laughs> I think the director was sick one day, and they had like Ridley Scott happened to be walking by or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, because Ridley Scott had a shot at a Robin. Yeah, movie. yeah, he did. Yeesh. Yeah, I guess, but that was years later. This is started still early in his heyday when he made. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, by the way, this is a terrible Robin Hood movie. It's still probably the second best one. Third best one. Third best one. What, in my what, opinion, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> all right, we'll rank Robin Hoods later. Um, <laughs> all right, I, I don't know where we're at. Oh, yeah, it was your, your arrow shot, Alex. So, Scott, yeah, that's my number five. five. My number five was that I actually really like the the witch painted man mythos that they set up. Yeah, that was cool. Because they don't, they don't bother trying to hand wave it or explain it. It's just a thing. Um, and I think both actors do a really good job with it. Like when they when they finally meet and they're like freaked out 
by each other, and they kind of hint uh, that that Azim kind of knows what's going on too. Because at one point, somebody yeah. brings up the witch, and he's like, "The witch," but then that's about it. But and she keeps going on about the painted man. Then yeah. they they finally meet, uh, and uh, it's cool because they uh, she she tells the sheriff that she's seen her death at the, at the hands of the painted man. Um, and then she runs right onto that spear. Um, and when that, when that shot happens, it's like a fisheye lens, um, as yeah. if this is the vision that she had. So I thought, I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, but yeah, just a little something to, to spice it up. Yeah. It's dumb that there is actual, like something supernatural going on. Uh, but, but it was cool that the, the there was that connection there. So, yeah, so he throws that giant fucking scimitar right at her. Oh man, that's so cool. <laughs> All right, uh, we're on to my number four, and that would be Christian Slater's awful in this movie. He feels <laughs> completely out of. I mean, there's a lot of people who are awful in this movie. He just feels so out of place. It feels like he didn't even get a haircut for this movie. That was just his '90s yeah. haircut. Well, let, let's, so, so let's be careful here because I had definitely more to say about Costner coming up. But uh, uh, yeah, yeah I, I'm sticking to Slater. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's awful, but he's doing the accent for the most part, or trying to. Yeah, yeah. he just does not fit in at all in this he, movie to no, me. No, and uh, this is clear however, casting. I mentioned the one f bomb that I remember when they launched him. And he goes, "Fuck me!" He cleared it. I laugh, but it makes that doesn't fit in the movie at, Not at all. all. So there oh was a lot God. of um, ad libbing in this movie, which oh which we'll talk God. a bit, a lot, uh, a little more later. So bad. Um, yeah, that that was ad libbed, <laughs> and the director just kept it because he's like, "Yeah, it's funny." He's like, "Yeah, it doesn't make any sense, <laughs> but it's funny." Fuck me, he cleared. It. Can can we can we talk about that for a second? Unless it's on somebody's list. The catapulting. Nope. Go for it. Is it on your list, yeah. Alex? Nope. Okay. They should have fucking died. The end. Well, yeah. But there was a big thing of hay on the <laughs> Yes. No, and chickens. And chickens. They had no way of knowing. Like, I don't know what their fucking plan was. Like, they're going to grab onto the wall. <laughs> they're going to roll when they hit the ground. Like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Tuck and roll. <laughs> yeah. Like, what What did they think was going to happen? It makes they, no sense. Maybe they, maybe they just hay was going to be over there. Yeah. Maybe they just thought they were going to go on top of the wall. Yeah. They just, like they were going to be yeah. able to grab onto the edge or something. Yeah. <laughs> but then they went over. It's like, oh, shit. So, so, oh, there's hay. So if it's, if Azim hadn't jumped on there with him, like Costner would have been like a stain on the pavement because he would have fucking cleared the, the hay wagon by a good 40 feet. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, yeah, that's true. So anyway, that... That might be the dumbest thing in the whole movie is that cat whole thing. That's saying something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, I like how instantly they come up with the idea. <laughs> and so they the catapult over, land in the hay. You get the fuck me, you cleared it. Governor. <laughs> he did not even have that accent. Yeah. And then and then two seconds later, like the next shot, it shows them getting out of the, the hay. The next shot is all the peasants lifting the the, yeah, the, the gate. <laughs> like, oh right, we can do this. <laughs> it's like, come on, at least put like another scene in between that. Jesus Christ. Anyway. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, Alex, number four. My number four is. <laughs> now I think this serves a purpose 
but Kevin Costner is just terrible acting. You can tell which one, which scenes were filmed earlier because he was trying to do the accents, and which film, scenes were filmed later because he just yeah. completely just forgot about it. Yeah, the, I feel like there was there was only like a, a two or three scenes where he's kind of trying to affect the accent, and then yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's it, like maybe the director like recognizes early on, it's like, man, this guy's terrible. It's like, all right, so that, like, juxtaposition between him and the other supporting characters, like, it made everybody else look good. And not only that, I think the editors knew what they were doing, because whenever there was a boring Kevin Costner scene, the next scene immediately was something very exciting to wake people up. <laughs> like, when he, Will Scarlet was confessing that he was his half-brother and everything, and <laughs> seeing Costner's like, I have a brother, I have a brother, and then they <laughs> hug it out. And then right after that is Hasim just blowing something up, testing his black powder, just bam! I was like, holy shit, oh right, we're watching an adventure flick. <laughs> Gunpowder, second dumbest thing in this movie. Really uh-huh. <laughs> Hey, it worked in Evil Dead. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, Alex, the, the fucking accent. I, I have more to say about this, but yes, it's, it's fucking... And he... So I, so I can see what happened with Costner. Or there was some effort at some point, and then at some point, they just said, somebody said, fuck it. Like, who knows how hard Costner fought one way or the other. Uh, like, allegedly, he wanted to do the accent, and they finally gave up on it. Um, but I, what I really wonder about is Mary Elizabeth Mastrantonio. Because in a couple of scenes where he's doing it, so is she. So I think when they decided that he wouldn't do it anymore, they decided that she wasn't going to do it anymore. Because then it would have just been, like, too ridiculous to have, like, the love interest <laughs> not be on the same level as, as Costner. Yeah. That, that, at least that's my guess. Because she does not have an accent either. Hmm. There it is. Anyway. By gosh, we'll take it back. <laughs> I, I mean, I was pumped by that scene. Yeah, I have more to say about Costner as well. Yes, yeah. that that line in particular. We should have been top five inspirational speeches that just fell flat. By God, take it back. I mean, <laughs> no Bill Pullman. Yeah. No, not at all. Does anybody have any more missiles? Good morning. Oh, as soon as Bill Pullman just says good morning, I'm done. Barf! Cheers. <laughs> Barf! All right, <laughs> Scott, what's your number four? My number four was one of the lines that made me do a double take uh, toward the end of the movie. I don't know if this was supposed to be, like, ha- like so it, it was meant to, to inject some humor, um, but I don't know, like, how serious we're supposed to take it. Like, I was just, I, I, the whole thing just baffled me. So when they're making the plans to... To the castle storm heist <laughs> uh, Fanny the mother is like well I'm going too and little John tries to talk her out of it and then uh, she says or he says I don't want you getting hurt and she tells him don't talk to me about pain I've had eight kids and I was trying to process that I'm like yeah. this, she'd be fucking dead in, in what like in the 1200s, she'd be fucking dead. And not only that, the next line after yeah, that, 
is is uh is little John who says, "Well, you should be at home minding the other seven because one of the other kids is about to be hung hanged uh so that means she survived through eight childbirths and all those kids are alive in 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 thirteenth century England impossible <laughs> in fucking possible like I was surprised they had like three kids like because I think you see like one other one I don't remember but mm-hmm. yeah there's there's no way no way it, but it might it, almost as inaccurate as the book as the gunpowder I mean Scott maybe they had 15 and the other eight died but they don't talk about those that that yeah. is very true but she yeah I guess she just totally like so if it didn't if they didn't live she doesn't count it. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's a horrible time. That went that yeah. that took it to an even darker place. Uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, she she'd be super dead. Along with the kids. <laughs> Do you guys have any more to say about little John? Uh he was fine. Nope. He was fun. He was. He's probably one yeah. of the better little Johns. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say like I, I don't have him on my list, but I'll have to give him some props. Yeah, I, yeah in, the introduction fight, which is you know is classic, you know from the classic tale. But like it's just that part was a little bit lame the way they did it in this movie. But he himself, I liked. Yeah, I mean, he's always just a cool character. Yeah. I, I liked him like the fir- the first scene after that when they're sitting around. He's up in the the tree, the crook of the the branch when he when he gives that little speech of. Here we are, kings. Like I like that. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, my number three, Costner's ass. <laughs> uh-huh. What the fuck? This scene, man. First of all, it's done so... <laughs> in the way he gets Do out, and he's like, you. he's like shimmering, like like shimmying along the rocks behind the. It just it was so. What the fuck? Yeah, it's pretty awkward. <laughs> like he didn't look that manly or sexy going up. No, not at all. Ugh, I don't want to... <laughs> I'm naked, <laughs> climbing up a waterfall to get my clothes. Oh, man, yeah. Bad it time just, to have a fall. So. Yeah. And the it wet, felt uh, like a, the wet mullet. A scene... Yeah. It felt like a scene, like, somebody forced in this movie, and I almost want to feel like it was Costner. Like, oh, this is a time... like. This is like burden to wire when all the male actors were showing their asses in the movie, and he had to have his, but he was a little <laughs> too timid, so it had to be from really far away and behind a waterfall, and he had to like I, I mean, body as close. Do we know that possible. it wasn't a stunt ass? Yeah, it could have been. I don't know, but I, it was just so awkward. Um, uh, yeah. and, and then she's all blushing up there or whatever over his stupid ass. I don't know. It just was. It just came out of nowhere. It was so stupid. Also, if you, if you like smell really bad, like dumping some water on yourself isn't gonna like make that smell go away. It'll help. Yeah, yeah, it will help. But but that smell's gonna come back pretty quick. Well, yeah. It doesn't I mean, they didn't wash their clothes. But again, it, it is 13th century England or 12th century <laughs> England, so they everybody's nose deaf. I'm sure. Yeah, a little, a little water goes a long way back then. And he also did not flinch when he picked up the cow, sh- the horse shit. So, uh, yeah. Uh, honorable mention to Poohan, but I want to talk about that later. 
Yeah, Mr. Spinning. <laughs> I wish I could have seen him. Right? Movie. He was single-handedly responsible for the bubonic plague that, that followed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, my number three. This, the Costner's ass scene. Yeah, All right, Alex, number three. My number three is the supporting cast. Just every the merry men that Robin has. From Azim to Duncan to everybody else. Because Costner was more or less like the straight man. He was so flat and all his delivery was like one note and boring. That brought everybody else around him back to life. And... Uh, yeah, just them, everybody just chewing scenery and really just, they just looked like they were having the time of their lives being like his band of merry men. I yeah. wouldn't be one of Robin Hood's men. Yeah, I mean, they were all more interesting than he was. I agree. Mm-hmm. Which sucks, because it's Robin Hood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's supposed to be a fox and walking down the yeah, forest yeah. and all that shit. Ooh, the lolly. So, so it is funny, according to the, the <laughs> trivia, that... Uh, Carrie Elwes was offered the role to this, but he turned it down because <laughs> he thought the script was ridiculous. <laughs> I can't imagine why. Uh, but yeah, he would go on to, to star as Robin Hood and Robin Hood Men in Tights, in which he delivers the line, uh, unlike other Robin Hoods, I can speak with an English accent. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And he was the better Robin Hood, for the record, even though that was a total, not serious stab at it. Yeah. Prepare for the fight scene. Proof of this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so to that whole set piece of where their uh, Merry Men's base was, it was just like a park, right? And they just found some trees. And... <laughs> yeah, I, I, that was the other thing too. Like, how did they not fucking find that thing in five minutes? They had to like trail the old man because <laughs> the, the forest was haunted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. He's like, so, was, so was, <laughs> oh yeah. So as, as I was Sorry. watching it, uh, I kept thinking that there was like some trick to getting to where they were, where like they had to go through. Like a pass in the hills or something. Like, no, it's just in the middle of the fucking forest. Mm-hmm. Where you can bring um, siege, uh, siege craft yes, through with yes, no problem. Yeah, not, not <laughs> at, at, at a moment's notice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> By the way, quick little aside. When they go into the forest for the first time, and after they find Duncan, it's like, huh. And he finally points up at the wind chimes. <laughs> Fucking Robin Hood. See up there, Duncan? Oh. <laughs> it's the wind chimes. It's a child's toy. It's like, a Duncan is blind. Yeah. Oh. Robin does some dumb no. things in this movie. You guys didn't laugh at that? <laughs> no. I was dying. I was like, Robin Hood, you dick. <sighs> I'm not going to lie. I was having a hard time concentrating <laughs> on this movie. <laughs> Here, Duncan, look uh, up yeah, there. This movie did chimes. not need to be yeah. over two hours long. Oh, seriously. Let's, let's just get that out, out of the way now. This took me two two attempts. <laughs> complete. All right, uh, where are we on now? Uh, Scott, number three? Uh, so, yes. so the back and forth between Robin and Azim, I actually found very enjoyable. It was basically the only <laughs> time I liked Robin's character uh, was, was the... Him giving Azim shit about different things, uh, and, and most of it w- was funny. Um, like the the line, there was a whole, there was a, a lot of good lines uh, between the two of them. Uh, I, I liked when Robin asks his name, and he says Azim, and uh, he or he asks him what his name means, uh, which is a great one. And then Robin asks to give himself this name, 
<laughs> thought that was a good line. Um, <laughs> I I like the uh, uh, when when Robin's first assaulted by the the sheriff's men, and he's pissed at Azim for not helping him, and Azim's like, "So look on the bright side, you're fine." And he's like slaps him on the shoulder, uh, and then they go back and forth <laughs> like that. Uh, a lot of different scenes. Um, so yeah, they they actually have good chemistry. Mm-hmm. My favorite is when he gives them the uh, <laughs> the telescope. <laughs> now that <laughs> Robin, this is really I think the best acting Kevin Costner's ever done. Where he, he looks through his telescope, and immediately becomes freaked out, and takes out his sword to try and poke at the. So, people. so I thought that was exceedingly dumb. <laughs> so I was kind of roll my eye at that. I did I did really like the line after that though when he says. <laughs> How on earth did you people take Jerusalem? <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear intelligence, did you manage yeah. to take Jerusalem? How did you fucking rubes manage to... <laughs> I thought, yeah, the whole bit was like, yeah, that was out of Robin Hood men in tights. Yeah. <laughs> that part. Um, and I thought the stuff, like, the earlier stuff, when they, you know, they had just escaped and they're heading back, that was, I thought, their interaction was pretty good but later on in the movie i don't know i just uh, I like like when he's lo- when he's getting his ass kicked by little john and he just tells him move faster yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah all number, right my number three something i really liked <laughs> my number two alan rickman eating all the scenery oh he's so good oh hell yeah <laughs> uh, it's i mean he's trying his darndest in this movie and it's it's terrible but it, it made it enjoyable uh, oh man, some some <laughs> some of it is just pure gold. Some of it is. I I don't I, don't, I wonder if okay, this is him coming off of Die, Die Hard was in '89, right? So yeah, just Die Hard. I wonder if I should look up what's in between. And he's like, oh, now I'm finally you know I can do my Hollywood stuff after being in theater. And then oh yeah, I'll do Robin Hood. And then it's it's this version of Robin Hood, and he's probably like, ugh. So he did according to the trivia. Uh, Ad lib a lot of stuff in this. That was his like. I don't. That was like his concession to having the shitty script in front of him. He's like, "Well, I'm going to do other stuff." So like the and and call off Christmas. <laughs> that was a great line. <laughs> that, that was yeah. that was ad libbed. The uh, cancel the scripts for the poor and the orphans and the lepers. Cancel Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, the leopard uh, cancel Christmas. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know, Jeff. You have anything to more to say about that? No, other than just him eating all the scenery. It's Alan Rickman doing his thing, but just yeah, yeah. The, I, think, I think he was just doing what he wanted to do. Yeah, the, the line about <laughs> you come back at ten thirty, you ten forty five, and bring a friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the whole scene with the spoon and all that. That's what I, I guess another thing I remembered from the movie, but. I'm looking at his career here. It's weird. Yeah, I I was I was dying when uh, just before the the last act when he comes in, he's all pissy, and he walks into the witch, and he's like throwing a little tantrum, and he just picks up the dagger and he stabs the table with it like five times real fast, <laughs> or the plate. Oh yeah, <laughs> something vexes you, my lord. Yeah, he just <laughs> he's throwing this little tantrum. That was so good. Uh, then he started sucking his thumb. Yeah. I know, that was Prince John. 
Yeah, no Prince John in this movie. Nope. They cut out Prince John, they added Zim. And somehow Zim became, like, canon to... Uh, yeah, right? Well, at least for Jamie Robin, Robin Hood Men in Tights, which is spoofing this, but... Yeah. Uh, also in the shitty... Yeah, Jamie Foxx. The Robin Hood, whatever that one was called. Yeah. That is something I wanted to bring up. So, yeah, no Prince. So they just kind of combined the sheriff and sheriff and him together. At least, like I said, Basically. my knowledge of Robin Hood comes from the cartoon, so... Yeah, I guess there so. wasn't a guy who talked like this. Yeah, oh nutsy, hell way, crying nutly. I'm again. I'm again. All right, uh, Alex, number two. My number two. I love all the action set pieces that they have in this movie. They're great. From the church, you know, you get the classic going up the chandelier and all that shit dropping to uh, the Ewok forest of the Merry Men. And fighting all the uh, the hired thugs, and everything was ablaze and everything that was awesome. All the villages, the castle, it was like everything. All the action stuff was really cool. It's, it's all right. When you said the Ewok, you you know that was a thing in the toy line, right? Oh yeah, they just redid it. They repainted yeah. like the the Ewok the Ewok villages as, as the Robin Hood and Merry Men hideout. Yeah, it was the exact <laughs> same toy. They just like re. Branded the box, I guess, and put, replaced the default action figure with from Wicket to Robin Hood or something. <laughs> that kids are stupid. <laughs> God, as I think I remember as a kid, loving the idea of like the tree fort thing, though. Yeah. Oh hell yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, and the totally system with the elevators. Yeah, that one ran. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I always thought, yeah, anything like that, or like the Ewok Village, anything like with that tree. I mean, it's a treehouse, right? But just yeah. the best version of a treehouse. It's a great place to raise eight kids. Yeah. <laughs> Each kid gets their own tree. Yeah. <laughs> Serio. All right, Scott, number two. Number two, and uh, this is what I have written in my notes. Fucking Costner in this movie. <laughs> so we've talked a lot about this. The mullet, the the lack of an accent, but do you yield? Just yeah, just the effort here. <laughs> um, I mean, the couple of times he actually is putting some effort in, it is good. Again, like the banter between him and Azim. Uh, I I did laugh um, when you find out that the kid he saves, Wolf, his dad's a little John, and he and he tells the kid, "This is your dad." And he goes, and the kid goes, ha! Huh? And then and then Costner mimics him and goes, ha! Huh? Yeah. Um, that was good. Uh, but yeah, that was about it. Uh, he's just very, just very flat. This is, this is the definition of studios getting an A-lister to, to get asses and seats. Um, this was the number two movie of the year. Uh, any guesses as to the number one? I did mention it at the, the start of the podcast. T2. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, it, third, close third was Oscar. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's just so awful in this movie. Uh, I think he was one of the producers. I, I don't know. Uh, it just, yeah, he just a bad Robin Hood. Like, like <laughs> Costner's. I think really good if you put him in certain things. Like, I, I really liked him in Untouchables. Um, Postman, 
not so much that. <laughs> Aqua World. Uh, Wider. Bull Durham. He, it's, he, he, he spreads it a little thin in uh, White Earp. I was joking. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I actually, White Earp would be, I think, entertaining if it wasn't five hours long. I'll take two. And also, yeah, the two yeah. come out and be way fucking... <laughs> Pepperoni and sausage. Be amazing. Yeah. Amazingly awesome. So... Uh, uh, feel the dreams. He's good dreams, in. I yeah. love him in that. Yeah. Uh, tin cup. He's okay. I don't remember tin cup. Yeah. Uh, and I, I used I love Dancing with Wolves, but I haven't seen that in a long time, so I don't know how he does in that movie. Like probably Tatanka probably gets yeah. old pretty quick. Tatanka. But anyway, <laughs> so yeah, it just this, this whole this whole production is baffling. Like I can't imagine, like that that first day when they were just filming these scenes, like when he's giving the speech, which we've talked about. But if, I, stop me if somebody else has this as her number two or one. Or is the number one, but when he he's given the speech and somebody says, "What what if they take our take all of our stuff and our land?" and then he responds with, "And and this is my best impression of it." Then by God, we take it back. <laughs> like no emotion, <laughs> just so you trying to rouse the people. And uh, then by God, we take it back. <laughs> it's so just anticlimactic, uh, just. Zero warmth. Uh, I, I don't know. It, they 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 paid him a lot of money, I'm sure. Um, although I guess he apparently sued because he didn't get enough money. Uh, and and here he was. Um, he there's some. Well, one of the, the pieces of trivia was that, uh, and this is alleged, was that he cut a few scenes from. Uh, with Alan Rickman because Rickman Alan Rickman was like blowing him off the screen basically well yeah <laughs> that's Alan Rickman yeah. so yeah you still so you have a major star that, that wanted to be a major star but just didn't quite <laughs> I, I don't know I don't know what I want I really want to know what like Costner thought the end product of this was going to look like was he just collecting a exactly paycheck exactly was on screen I, you know, it, 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 this is a baffling production. Uh, I, I don't know when Morgan Creek went out of business, but uh, anyway, so yeah, number Anyways. number number two is just Costner in this. It's it's an all timer. Yeah, I'm looking here. So this is so Dancing with Wolves is ninety, and his next movie is Robin Hood ninety one. So he was. I don't know if the, oh he didn't win for acting, but that movie won a bunch of awards. Right. right? I'm sure he didn't win. Um, yeah. Then he did JFK, The Bodyguard, Perfect World. I don't know what that is. White Earp, Waterworld. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> and then eventually um, led to Three Thousand Miles to Graceland. Oh yeah, that's that's <laughs> up there. And I forgot. I already forgot he was in the new. Uh, Superman. Superman movies. Yeah, he wasn't uh, a particularly yeah, memorable. Yeah. He was awful. I think it was more just his dialogue in that shit. I mean, I can't... Yeah, I mean... Oh, you yeah, use your superpowers to help people? You dumb yeah. bastard. Yeah. Clark, you saved a bus full of dra- your drowning classmates? What you the f- let them die. What the fuck were you yeah. thinking? Yeah. Son, there's a tornado that's about to hit me. Don't come save me. 
Because why? Reasons. <laughs> You'd have to be Superman. Yeah, basically. <laughs> to get You'd over there that be. fast to save him. He's like, Dad, literally I could be there in half a second and be back with no problem whatsoever. Nope. Let me take you go away. All right, we've bitched about that movie more than enough on this episode on the show, so I won't do that now. My number one, Kevin Costner. Fucking sucks with this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Accent comes and goes that, by God, take it back. Like, we take it back. Um, it's, he's just... Yeah, at the very beginning, he's kind of jolly, and he gets home, and he's all happy. Like He kind of was good there, and then just... Ugh. I want my Robin Hood to be fun. He was not fun. I want my Robin Hood to be English. He was not English. Uh, you know what? We could be a good payback. You know what? I just finally... This is Americans getting comeuppance. We have all the Brits playing our best superheroes <laughs> out here. Because one time you put an American as Robin Hood and you <laughs> fucked it up. Never again. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yep. Thanks, Costner. Yeah. You ruined it. We'll never get another American I mean, to play Batman again. I mean, we had... Superman. We snuck in John Lithgow to play uh, Churchill, but that was about it. <laughs> yeah. That is true. Um, oh, wasn't that that one year where uh, Daniel Day-Lewis played Abraham Lincoln and Meryl Streep played... Um, Margaret Thatcher. Margaret Thatcher. <laughs> Fucking weird. Anyway. <laughs> Kevin Costner, you suck. Even if you are. <laughs> But, but please, Mr. Costner, subscribe to our Patreon. Yeah. Yeah. Like and subscribe, please. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hey, I, I loved him in... I already said Field of Dreams. One of my I loved you movies. in Wall Street. <laughs> you want to have a catch, Jeff? Yeah, no, I want to play catch, not have a catch. That's stupid. <laughs> and he's from Linwood, California, but he went... Didn't he go to Cal State Fuller? Linwood! Pretty sure he went to Cal State Fullerton. So he's he's an Orange County guy, but whatever. Get out of here. Mm. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Wait, what the hell? Oh, I'm sorry. I clicked on his... Oh, people born in Linwood. Okay. Uh, Kevin Costner, mm-hmm. Christine Rose. I don't know who that is. Jesse James. <laughs> and then number four is Leon White, a.k.a. the guy who played Vader in the WWF, uh, WCW days. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. And then Vader. Some guy who looks like Jesus named Emmy Collins. And I'm done with this. Uh, Alex, what's your number one? The villains. I loved uh, Alan Rickman for sure. Like off the charts. Best part of the movie. But all the other villains too. And they did some, uh, the, the cinematography with them. They always filmed them like a little bit too close for comfort with the cameras, which is kind of gross. And it just upped the creep factor to all the bad guys. In the movie, which is great. Like the witch, the the corrupt priest, Alan Rickman for sure, the sheriff. And also, <laughs> the guy with the crooked helmet that Robin Robin Hood just... <laughs> like, it looked like he brained him, but he had that crooked helmet for the rest of the damn movie. Yeah. And I never noticed before. How did that, guy, that, get was, his, that, how did that awesome. guy get his final confidence, or did they just not show that? I don't remember. I don't think they showed okay. that one, but everybody else does get some okay. serious come up. I mean, honorable mention to Michael Wincott. He's always a reliable villain. Guy mm-hmm. Gisborne. Guy Gisborne. Guy of Gisborne. Who is the guy of Gisborne? What? 
Hey. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Move along. <laughs> yeah. That's it. The villains. Best part right. of the movie. <laughs> okay. Scott, what's your number one? Alan Rickman. Like, all, all of his stuff was, was, was way over the top, and it was making me laugh. Uh, I think I mentioned everything that 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 I did that was making me laugh. I I enjoyed his final death too. <laughs> that that went on for way too long. Yeah, yeah, a lot uh, of spit, a lot of spit, and then he crawls like, oh nope, nope, he's not dead yet, and he crawls up to the window. Um, just, just him being such a shit heel. Uh, use small stitches. Uh, yeah, just. Just great stuff. Again, uh, glorious hair. Yeah, the hair is great. I almost want to go back and and watch the the scene again where he stabs the plate. Like, hopefully, there's a meme about that or a gif out that out there of that because that shit's hilarious. <laughs> uh, yeah, Alan, Alan Rickman, R.I.P. All right, um, that's it. So, any honorable mentions? Y- yes. So, <laughs> something that that Robin did that made me laugh. So the first time he goes out and, and steals before they were officially like Robin and, and his Merry Man or whatever, he comes back with that sack full of food and he just fucking dumps it in the dirt on the ground. And it's like it's not like really? he's dumping out like other containers of stuff. Nope, it's bread. They were canned good they were canned yeah, goods. Canned yeah. goods. It's like bread and meat and he's just fucking dumping it into the dirt. It's like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Just open the bag and hand it out. Like <laughs> it was such a weird like even in the 12th century, I bet people didn't appreciate having like perfectly good uh, loaf of bread dumped on the dirt. Uh, so that was weird. Yeah, it's still good. Five second rule. Yeah. So that was weird. Um, I like. Two, wait, two things. Oh, uh, two things. I interrupt. Uh, one, I'm, I'm a sucker in a movie when there's just a giant in old medieval times with a giant loaf of bread. I'm like, I just want that. Loaf of bread. <laughs> I want to eat it. Yeah. And then two, why was he dumping out all the treasure when they were being attacked? What was the point of that? Oh, because the the Celts were mindless savages, and they would all be distracted by the gold. Okay, that's what yeah. I kind of thought, but all right, I want to make sure. Or just not make it easy for them to steal. <laughs> if Possibly. it's not all in the case, it's harder to steal it all. Yeah. Um, that like but, how they're making yeah. swords out of nothing it's in the middle <laughs> yeah, of the forest. They melting down. Yeah. yeah, so that that was good. Um, and then finally, Poohan. So, <laughs> so that, that whole final sequence, he rubs poo head Luke. Yeah, he rubs <laughs> horse shit all over himself, and then proceeds to go through everything. He rescues Maid Marian, and then he's touching her face. Like no, well, gross. She doesn't know. Gross, gross. Uh, so they there was some bad editing there. Um, the the other the, my final mention. And this this made me laugh out loud as well. Was uh, the sheriff's dead? The the witch has been pinned to a wall by that giant fucking sword that that Zim has. And then Marion and Robin just proceed to make out in the middle of that room, which which might have been okay. But then the, the the camera pulls out to the sheriff's dead body in the window. So you're looking over his dead, the shoulder of his dead body <laughs> and seeing the two of them like make out in the background. Like, what? Who thought that was a good shot? Like I didn't, I didn't understand why they wanted to do that one at all. 
We, we just spent like a whole minute watching him die, and then they got to go back to him being dead as, as they make out in the background. Just, just so the audience makes sure that he knows that he's dead. Yeah, and uh, final... F- he didn't, it was just, he disappeared and there's only a bloody knife there. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. Uh, f- final, 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 uh, final, final, honorable mention, uh, Sean Connery, who should get as much shit, get, get as much shit as uh, Costner for his accent in this. He the Scottish king? Yeah. Royal right. Scottish King Richard. Which Patrick Stewart did fucking brilliantly uh, parodying in uh, Men in Tights. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, he comes out full on thick Scottish to give away the bride. Uh, <laughs> but then... Ugh, oh, really? Yeah. So, if we're, if we're being historically accurate here, uh, King Richard uh, would have been French. He would not have spoken a lick of English. So the chances of him having a Scottish accent would have been pretty slim. And he would have been a lion. He also... <laughs> yeah. Well, his heart would have... He would have had a lion heart. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Which, in the long run, is probably not good for you. Because lions don't live anywhere near <laughs> as long as humans, at least. That's true. You know. Yeah. All things well, but equal. if you don't have to exp- use it as much, chasing down food, like you would... It might live longer. Hmm. You can serve it. More. Something to think about. Yeah. yeah. Science. All right. I had, uh, I totally forgot Sean Connery was in this movie. So that was one of the things. The flaming arrow shot, which you guys already mentioned. Um, the very end when uh, Friar Tuck breaks the fourth wall. Oh, fuck. That was about. <laughs> yeah, movie. I could have done without that. <laughs> no way. And then Costner's last line, I would die for you, which, is that a lyric from the Brian Adams yes. song? Yeah. So, have, have you ever seen that cringe that site Movie Sins or whatever, where they go through and yeah. ca- so they say the name of the movie when when Marion says, "Oh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves." That was that was mm-hmm. bad. Uh, but yeah, they say the line, the lyric, "I would die for you." Yeah. I uh, die for you. <laughs> Alex, do you have any or no? Yeah, Brian Blessed is a badass. I just love this whole scene at the beginning. Like this guy comes crying. They took my my children. Men in masks. He just immediately just grabs his sword and goes out to try and kick some ass. By the way, it was a bunch of dudes with torches, and he had that giant fucking sword, and he was on horseback. Yeah, he would have been taken down, but he should have like carved up a I, few dudes. I don't I know think who, he did. They just didn't show it. Who was Brian Blessed in this movie? The dad. Yeah, Luxley. Oh, Lord well, I don't know about that, but he played Boss Nass in episode one. There you go. Yeah, yeah. he did. He, he played uh, full time. Thought he was in. Uh, um... <laughs> <laughs> played full time in. Uh... Fuck. Flash. Flash Gordon. Flash Gordon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said the same line in this movie. Long live King Richard. Die. <laughs> That's it. Flash Gordon's gone on my list too. Flash. We right. did Flash Gordon. Gordon. Did we? No, we didn't. No, 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 no. We, didn't. we haven't? Okay. So. I'll put it on, man. It's on there. Yeah. My list is almost as long as Jeff's now, so Jeff can stop complaining about stuff being on my list. Yeah. No, I'm going to still complain. All right. It's time to rate this movie. <laughs> Good save. Good save, Jeff. <laughs> 
I almost jumped like four sections there and right to the news. But no, we have to rate this movie. Yeah, yeah. All right, as usual, we rate on a scale of one to seven. One being absolute garbage, seven being perfection. I will give this movie... Oh, God. Three, I guess. That's being generous, but I'll give it a three. We have definitely seen worse movies on this on the show and like we mentioned there were some funny parts that at least it's I don't know you got poo hand I guess um, that's my number three <laughs> alright Alex what's your rating uh, for me this one's a solid five I mean wow I, mean, I, I know with Alex, the act put you in a home <laughs> but the acting is terrible but this movie's just so much fun I love how bad this movie is you know me I love terrible movies Alright. <laughs> Scott, what are you rating this movie? Uh, giving it a four. It's a low four, but a four nonetheless. This is a good bad movie, just like Alex said. Um it would be a three if not for Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman single handedly propels it to the other side of, of 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 things and so a four. Yeah. Alright. Uh, before we get into our crossover to- a crossover topic, just want to remind people about our Patreon. Get out there. Go to our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Hans Shot First. Right now, you can vote on one of our upcoming episodes, and the choices are The Great Outdoors, Lady Hawk, and Hercules-, Hercules in New York. What is it? That's it, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I thought it was Takes New York. That's Jason Matt. That's <laughs> well, that's, Jason well, that's the Hercules Takes New York. It's Jason not something Takes that... That, that so get on there review subscribe and vote and uh, you'll have latest episodes from uh, Alex's Simpsons talk quotes from Springfield some of my Star Wars stuff <laughs> Simpsons talk quotes <laughs> whatever <laughs> saying stuff there's all sorts of stuff over there and Star Wars talk with me Jeff <laughs> me who <laughs> me Jeff Burton <laughs> nice all right, and with that, it's time for a crossover, which is top archers in movies and TV and whatever. Video games. Which I'm pretty sure we've done this before, but whatever. We're doing it again. If we're not, we're doing it again. I mean, if we did, we're whatever. All right. My number five, speaking of video games, I do have one. There was a couple to choose from, mm. but um, I'm going to go with Link. Ah, oh, me too. Um. And all the different versions of the game, yep. he always has a bow and arrow. If I could, all the ones I've played, anyway. Um, yeah, you so. always need the the light arrows at the end, or silver arrows, or the silver arrows. Silver, yeah, yeah, they're the same thing. But uh, yeah, Link from all the Zelda games. Wait, the Zelda two? Does he have? One? I don't think so. Damn it. Oh, that might be the only one that he doesn't have a bow. Then, yeah, but that's it? the only Zelda game that's not like any other Zelda game, so it doesn't. Count. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, does he even get the master? You even get the master sword in that game? You don't. You just level up your regular sword. Yeah. Right. Hmm. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Alex. Is that your number five as well? Yeah. Link. Oh, nice. All right. Scott, what's your number five? Number five is. Uh... Dropping into mythology here more than anything else, but uh, Paris, the uh, eventual slayer yeah. of Achilles, um, and hence Achilles' heel. Uh, mm-hmm. 
generally just a proficient archer, but in this one case, uh, he he kills the unkillable Achilles. Say that five times fast. What are the odds of Achilles getting hit in the Achilles? Yeah, I know. It's like Luke Gage getting Luke Gage's disease. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Too soon. <laughs> Way too soon. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, for for those that are up in the mythology, that, that's what happens. Uh, Achilles is... Spoiler. ...is given uh, basically demigod status when he's dipped in something. I forget what. Uh, yeah, the stories vary, but his mom either dipped him into the river sticks and he was holding onto his foot, like to dip him upside down, yeah. and so that's why he didn't get immortality. And in other ones, his his mom just threw him in the fire to burn off his immortality. And since the fire was at his feet, that's where it, like uh, I don't know weakened yeah. his feet rather than burned away his you immortality. Know, at any rate, a single shot to the heel uh, was enough to to take out the killing machine that was Achilles. And it was mm-hmm. helpful that it was the it was the part of him that was flashing during the battle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but only a, yep. but only after he, oh. he finished his his first attack sequence. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Take that, Brad Pitt. Yeah. So, um, and uh, Paris was was played uh, in Troy by Orlando Bloom, which mm-hmm. may be relevant here. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. So that's mm-hmm. number five. Oh shit! I forgot about that guy. Okay. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Um, on to my number four. This is... Uh, I almost don't want to put him on my list, but I kind of want to. So No, I'm going to... You know what? Audible here. He's coming off my list. And I'm going to replace he with a she, and I'll do Egret from Game of Thrones. She was pretty good with the bow and arrow. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Hmm. Is that wrong? No, I don't know. Oh. That sounds okay. Well, in the... It, in the show, she was. Yeah, was but good. did she take two arrows and then bite the the feathers off of one side of the arrows to do the double whammy? Well, no, that's why he's a little higher in my list. But she <laughs> is right here. She shot Jon Snow a bunch of times, but enough not to kill him because she still loved him. Because he knows nothing. So. <laughs> oh, he knows how to do the lordly kiss. <laughs> yeah, that thing with his tongue. Um, <laughs> yeah. I had to put some Game of Thrones in there with all the hate over the past little while. I've given some more love to Game of Thrones. Yeah. And I guess Arya, she's pretty good too, but not as good as Egret. There you go. Number four. Alex. Number four. My number four is from another video game, Horizon Zero Dawn. It's Aloy. Yeah, you're, you feel like such a badass archer when you pull off some cool shots as Aloy. That's pretty good. The game's all around really good. Have you guys played it? I know Jeff hasn't you don't have a ps4 i it's got heavy it's on it? my backlog i played a little bit of it oh it's good all right so yeah there it is all right scott number four okay uh my number four um also go into video games uh and this is from one of the early final fantasies uh four in japan two in the states uh but one of the first characters, one of the main characters, and the, the main love interest of the main character uh, mm-hmm. is not just a white mage, but also an archer, and that would be Rosa. Edward. Wait, what? What? <laughs> no, yeah, Rose. That's what I said. Rosa. That's what I meant. Rosa. Rosa. Yeah. Rosa. Yeah. And arguably the real hero <laughs> of the story from a certain point of view. 
Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. Man, I haven't played that game in a while. I should pick, play it real quick again. And she had the aim skill, which was pretty useless, but still. Just to prove that mm-hmm. she was an archer. <laughs> yeah, she could aim. Yeah. Alright. On to my number three, and I had to pick one I want to pick one comic book character. And I'm gonna go with Oliver Queen, Green Arrow. Ah as, damn it. Me too. <laughs> as my number three. Um I Maybe this was a TV show. I love that. At least the first few seasons that I watched. Um, I only know him for a little bit. Except for the Batman uh, Dark Knight uh, Returns. Pretty cool, too. Um, but yeah. Ollie Queen. Number three. Alex. Mm-hmm. Same? Also Green Era, but more for the Dark Knight Returns. Where he's just like in that comic book for like maybe two or three panels. Yeah. But it's awesome because he doesn't have... An arm, he has to pull the arrow back with his teeth and he shoots a crypto spoiler alert, a kryptonite <laughs> arrow at Superman, which he catches, but then it explodes in kryptonite powder all over him, and then Batman fucks him up. He does. It's a badass it's scene. Awesome. Yeah. Hi yo fucking silver. Alright, uh <laughs> Scott, number three. Number three, uh I'll go comic book as well. I'll see your green arrow. And raise you a Hawkeye. Ah, that's my number two. This is purely purely based on the movies and the Avengers video (laughs) game that I spent a shitload of money on at the arcade Disneyland. Instead of going on rides and stuff. Uh, (laughs) As a kid. Uh, But yeah, uh, Jeremy Renner here. Uh, She gets some pretty funny things in Age of Ultron. Uh, Mm. Becomes kind of the unpowered soul of the the second movie anyways um mm-hmm. yeah and he's the the tortured character in the third so kind of has an interesting arc uh yeah i might like the marvel movies a little bit so uh, i could not couldn't not include bit. uh their resident archer um who does get called legolas in the first Avengers movie, by the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pucker up, Legolas. Uh, so yeah, Hawkeye, number three. <laughs> All right. Uh, my number two, which, you know, we don't normally like to use it for the topic we're doing, but Robin Hood had to be on here. But I'm not choosing Cast as Robin Hood. I'm choosing the Disney Fox version. He's uh, badass. Me too. Yep. <laughs> uh, but in just in general, this, this, the, <laughs> the fictional character of Robin has always been badass. You think Archer, you think robin hood so even they even today right if you in archery i just saw on reddit actually that he robin hood the arrow right when he shoots you shoot your own arrow pretty cool kid name for him mm-hmm. oh yeah this movie didn't have that scene either what well, the shit isn't that isn't wasn't the pov shot when we split the arrow yeah yeah it was yeah but you know it wasn't in the contest and everything sure but it did have at least the split in the arrow scene. Yeah. Um, all right, uh, Alex, number two. Yeah, I gotta agree. The Fox oh. Robin Hood from the Disney movie classic. Ooh, the lolly. <laughs> Especially when he's dressed as a gypsy. Hot. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> Scott, number two. All right, number two. Uh, probably. Probably never heard of this one, but 
there's this the series called Lord of the Rings, and there's mm-hmm. an elf, and his name was Legolas, and he saw things. He saw things with his elven eyes. <laughs> yeah, really, really nothing to say here. Uh, it was fucking badass in Lord of the Rings, and he turned into Super Mario in the the Hobbit, in the Hobbit. movies, but uh, whatever. Still only counts as one. <laughs> um, very nice. Well, my number one is Legolas as well. Um, he's just, yeah, he's a stupid elf. I was, I'm always been racist. I'm on the dwarf side and man side. Screw the elves, but he's pretty badass. And uh, yeah, that's each movie he got a little goddamn ridiculous. But that first one when he's just like on the hillside, just just taking out orcs left and right. <laughs> badass. But, so, and then he surfs on a shield, and then he does the whole thing with the Oliphant. Yeah. A little bit ridiculous, but still cool. Yeah, my, my, my favorite scene with him is uh, from Fellowship when they're getting uh, shot at when they're on the yeah. bridge. So all these orcs are just missing them, and then he just whips off an arrow and just does that POV shot of like going right through the orc head as, as, as if to say, no, 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 this is how you shoot arrows. Anyway, Legolas, good. Yeah, that whole scene when they're escaping from uh, the whatever the Balrog is just badass. <laughs> Except Moria. the one part I don't like is when the bridge is or the, the staircase is collapsing and they like have to surf it down. A little cheesy, but everything else I love about that scene, and especially that shot like you're talking about. That shot, and then when all the Fellowship runs across the bridge like a video game. But yeah. Ghibli, Legolas, get them up. Give them a moment for pity's sake. <laughs> uh, and uh, if we're talking uh, Lord of the Rings, uh, kudos to uh, Boromir for taking three arrows. I mean, what's the opposite of being an archer? You just become the, the archie and you just take all the <laughs> arrows to yourself. <laughs> sponge. Human, human sponge. quiver. <laughs> Not a quiver. More, uh, I don't know. Yeah, And I guess kudos to that Urukai for being able to fire a, a trees with his bow. Was it some goddamn thick <laughs> arrows? I know. Yeah. All right, uh, Alex, number one. Fox, Robin Hood, Fox. No, that was your number two. No, that was my number one. Well, then what was your number two? Hawkeye. Oh, okay. Yeah. Went out of order there. Anyway, all right. Scott, what's your number one? <laughs> all right. Uh, my number one, I, tipping back into video games one last time here, uh, that'd be from Warcraft, uh, Sylvanas Windrunner. Uh, one of the cooler, or well, her, her, back, her backstory is cool, anyway. Uh, one of the more tortured character in, in video games who's had time to have her character go through multiple shit between Warcraft uh, 3 and its expansion in World of Warcraft. Uh, but, yep, basically uh, a, a ranger, archer, who's been through some shit. So, won't bore you with the details, but uh, she's been through hell and back. Alright, what about Hanzo from the other Blizzard movie? Uh, Game. Uh, Hanzo's a cheap piece of shit. <laughs> simple geometry Scott yeah. yeah they got rid of that 
Uh-oh. There's no more scattering. Yeah, it's error. a rapid fire error now. Yeah. Meh. I don't play it anymore. <laughs> All right. Well, Hanzo was my honorable uh, mention, <laughs> and but so was John Rambo. Oh. <laughs> Damn it. That's, that's a good yeah, one. Yeah. That's good. Wouldn't call him an archer, but he does use his bow and arrow a lot. Mm-hmm. Explodes people with it. Jesus. <laughs> Any honorable mentions from you guys? Uh, nah. All right. It's time for Alex Knows Sports. I'm Alex, and I like sports. Sports ball? Uh, so I guess playing for the Cleveland Browns doesn't pay as much as you think. No. No, you got to get a side job smuggling drugs out of Mexico. Well, because Greg Robinson was caught at the border with Quan Bray with 157 pounds of marijuana. And they're facing up to 20 years in prison. Well, that's unfortunate because 156 is fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh I didn't hear about this, but yeah, he was drafted by the Rams a few years ago. I thought he's gone. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, who knows what happened, but he was caught at the Mexico border with a lot of weed. I guess nobody told him that it was legal? <laughs> I was just going to say. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, drug crime doesn't pay, kids. Except when it does. <laughs> neither, yeah, and neither playing for the Cleveland Browns, apparently. <laughs> But one of his teammates is Eric Cush, so that kind of makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there it is. Mm-hmm. It's time for Neum News. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah. Okay, so we're running long here, so I'll just cut it down to the <laughs> one thing I want to talk about. <laughs> what else <Yeah>. is new? <laughs> uh, just cut it down to the one thing that we can discuss briefly or not, as as the case may be. Uh, Global hunger. Parasite. No, no, I want to talk about something that's really oh. important. Uh, Which is that uh, the scuttlebutt, the rumors are that uh, AT&T might be selling off DC. So. I didn't know AT&T owned DC. Yeah, I didn't either. <laughs> well, it's AT- AT&T yeah. owns something which probably owns them. I, don't know. Uh, okay. I actually would need to research this to do that. but Time Warner, I think. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that makes sense. To Disney? It, that's one of the rumors is that oh god is oh, that geez. is that Disney would would buy up DC. I I hope that doesn't happen. Not not because I have any special loyalty to DC, but I feel like you want some kind of competition. <laughs> like you want somebody Jesus to try Christ, to step yeah. up their game to take Marvel down. Uh, not that I want to see Capitalism. not that I want to see Marvel taken down, but you know that whole free market whatever. Yeah, uh, you know I I I don't think under Disney's umbrella that we would have seen something like the Dark Knight. Um, you know, if, if that had been the case. Well, Deadpool was Fox. I know. But before the Disney owned him. Right. Disney wouldn't have done that. Well, I mean, I, but I wouldn't compare Deadpool to, to any of the Batman movies, so. Well, no. Uh, mm, just saying. Yeah. Disney don't. <laughs> Genesis does was Disney yeah. don't. Uh, so yeah, that was one of the questions that I wanted to ask though, was what, what would you think about, uh, Marvel getting hold of DC or Disney getting hold of DC, I should say. Nah. 
Yeah, I just... Yeah, I, mean, I, I don't know how it would be for the comic books, because I, I just read, like, uh, a short, like, Superman uh, collection, like, one of his short story arcs, and I don't know what the hell was going on. It's like, oh, I don't know. It's like the writing doesn't seem... It's, well, for me, anyways, being a lifelong Marvel fan, the writing in DC, like, never really seemed on par to Marvel, but maybe that's just me. Yeah, I'm I'm no expert on the the comics at all. Maybe one of our listeners who who is might have an opinion about this. Um, as far as the, the actual comics go, uh, you know, obviously I'm much more knowledgeable about the, the movies, uh, and it could be good to get some shit back on track. But who knows? Uh, but who? Why does they? Why do they, this? Their comic book portion of this enormous corporation has got to be so insignificant. Why do they even care if they're not making money? Right? Like, or uh... well, I don't. I don't think it's not that DC is not making them money. It's that AT and T is going to be looking to cut bait on a bunch of stuff, and DC happens to be one of them. There's probably other things too that they get rid of that we don't know or care about. Uh. Well, whatever. <laughs> yeah, so the could be could be a wacky world though. Like, I, I suppose that possibility exists. That maybe maybe Jason just decides to merge them all, <laughs> and you you get to see Batman fight alongside Captain America, which which ha, which which has fucking happened by the way. Somebody made a comic for that. No, yeah. But to have it be that official. You know, yeah, I, I want to keep it separate. That'd be my vote. Hey, if WWF and WCW can merge, anything <laughs> anything's can possible. I never, I mean, I never thought that could happen. They were just too different. And if eyes can change, use and can use change. can change. Resolves can change. Uh, all right, so it sounds like uh, we we all vote. Uh, DC goes to. I don't know. I don't fucking trust any of these companies. <laughs> yeah, I know. So this, I think this is going to suck for no matter how it shakes out. Uh, well, if Canon was still around, I'd say DC should go to Canon. <laughs> Gold Globus. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh, Gold Nervous. All right. Um, yeah, that, that's basically all I wanted to, to talk about. So we'll see how that, that shakes out in the coming weeks. Uh, Alex, anything mm-hmm. you want to mention? Mm, nope. Oh, I bought the Division Two. Okay, it was on sale for for three bucks, and uh, yeah, it's worth three dollars <laughs> at least. Yeah, I mean it's pretty fun. Mostly only when you know you play with friends. Playing alone, it's like all right, whatever. When you're playing with friends, eh, it's a little bit more fun. Okay. Yeah, I've yet to play it. Yeah. I don't know if Jeff's ever seen it or not. Nope. Okay. It's like team based, right, Alex? No, I mean you can. It's more like Destiny because you can go to different areas. You can go solo in a mission, or you can call other people uh, to do a mission. It's a looter shooter. Okay. They die. Looter shooter. Hmm. All right, uh, Jeff. Anything you want to go over? Um, I saw the 
Birds of Prey, Emancipation of Wooden Harley Quinn, or whatever the heck the name of that movie the is. Fantabulous. Um, there you go. Um, either you guys see it yet? Not yet. No, not yet. Yeah. It's alright. Yeah, it's, I heard it doesn't deserve all the hate that it's getting. Yeah, it's better than um, Suicide Squad by a mile. And uh, that was the one thing I, I remember in Suicide Squad. I went back and rewatched it. She drops her accent a lot in that movie. Where in this one, she pretty much keeps up the whatever that is Long Island Queen accent that she has. Um, so um, she was really good in it. Uh, the rest of the people are okay. Uh, you, talking about chewing scenery. Obi-Wan Kenobi is doing plenty of that in this movie. Yeah. So so I've heard like I don't Alex said people were hating on it, but I I've heard nothing but at least okay. <laughs> okay to good. I just just yeah. people aren't watching it as all. Well. Yeah. Um yeah, I mean and probably because of Suicide Squad, right? These yeah. they're they're reaping the benefits of their previously crappy movies and I mean I it's unfortunate I mean, for this one but yeah I definitely wanted to see it because yeah Suicide Squad was fucking awful um but yeah I, I like her uh big Mary Elizabeth Winstead fan uh it's got it's got Obi-Wan as you said yeah so yeah. I'll get around to it hopefully soon and uh yeah that's that so I, I would I would recommend it um and then what was the other thing? I'll talk about like Disneyland. They raise their prices again. Stupid high. It's like $200 now for a single day person to go or something. It's like, ugh. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And, uh... Oh, that was the other thing. There was rumors that... This is all just rumors, so I don't know if it's true or not. Uh, because of the coronavirus in China, they've, they've closed... It's a uh, small Shanghai world. Park. <laughs> they closed the China part of it's a small world. <laughs> no, no, they closed the uh, the Shanghai Disneyland. Uh, Dang, and, and because sense. of that, because I guess the way they have, like you know, the Disneyland Parks is one set of the corporation. They're just losing. They're taking a loss on all that. Yeah, just taking. Them so down. they may stop. They might start halting improvements to the to their domestic parks, right? So they're building this new Disney or Mickey Mouse roller coaster in Toontown. They may pause that. Marble Land, I'm not sure about uh, some of these new expansions they were talking about for Tomorrowland. They're all they might all get halted because of that. So I I don't know, but I just thought that was interesting, like how they're all connected. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, um, and yeah, that's all I got. All right, it sounds like it's it. So, uh, all right, um, do you yield? <laughs> do you yield? do you, do you God, yield? We'll take it back. Uh, once again, please visit our Patreon, become a member, and if you if you have already, we appreciate it. And uh, thanks for listening, everybody. We at Hans Shop First would like to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. We would love to hear from you, so feel free to contact us on Facebook and Twitter at Hans Shop First. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are greatly appreciated and help us get more exposure. Once again, thanks for listening and supporting the podcast. Mm-hmm.